At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Thursday night from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That is Sean King rocking his red, repping his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the Sean King Bowl this weekend. Oh, it is. USF and Tulane. Yes. Down in Yulman Stadium with Tulane laying some points against South Florida. So a full breakdown, maybe multiple segments on that game tomorrow. Facts. I did bump into... uh, Motoy Pearson, our guy, mm-hmm. win bet. Yeah, I text with him the other day. How's he doing? You know who he likes? Who? Likes the Bulls. The cover or win? Cover. Take the points. He likes... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to bet. I'm just watch. Are you really going to watch? Yeah, I have it on one TV. I it won't be on the main TV with the volume. I, mean, I guess but... you went there, so any yeah. coach there. All right, let's bring in Chris Andrews. By the way, Patriots winning 25 to nothing tonight. The under hitting with the Patriots coming home with ease, and that's where we start things with Chris Andrews can and you, uh, his you, weekly visit with us. Can you tell Chris my new name? Uh, you can tell. The Big Puck Nostradamus. What is that? Is that acceptable, Chris? The Big Puck. Uh, my guy right here just hit a five-leg uh, hockey parlay, and and I'm sure tomorrow, uh, if he came to you asking for another five-leg hockey parlay, you'd happily book it. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we would take that. Yeah, but somebody, I didn't, I didn't know it was our good friend there, but somebody whacked us, and I was just going through the figures. So. Well, it, 
he, he just on the phone with Mr. Gone. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I, he he actually did not. He didn't do it at your shop. He did it to another spot oh, in town. Good. But uh, uh, good. But a good. big five legger coming home for Mr. You know, King Chris, I think highly of you. So the big puck Nostradamus will allow the South yeah. to <laughs> steer clear yeah. thus far. However, I'm, I'm, glad, I, I'm glad we were spared. I withhold. <laughs> Judgment if you say negative things about Sparty today. So just keep that in mind. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see how things go. You guys are in control here. Let's go. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's hold off on that because I do. I love always uh, having you on Thursday nights and just recapping the, the game that went down. So the under hits in an island NFL game, usually that's a good thing. But the favorite does come home. And I saw you tweeting about it earlier today uh, that you eventually went to seven. Uh, but this was a spot where the public was very happily laying those points. So I got to imagine, unlike last Thursday night when the Ravens lost outright to the Dolphins, result not as ideal for the book. No, and they even bet us under tonight, too. So it was uh, double whack. And, uh, you know, we lost on the uh, the Duke-Louisville uh, game. And I'm, I'm not joking. Somebody did whack us pretty good in the hockey today, too. <laughs> and... Uh, and we paid off uh, Otani to win the MVP, so that one hurt as well. So it was, uh, it was a perfect storm. Uh, very, so a very, very bad evening. So uh, the way it goes sometimes, you know, we'll go lick our wounds and go try to go get them tomorrow. And, and Chris, before we jump into the weekend for NFL and college, I am curious: Do you recall what the highest you guys were on Shohei Otani? In case anyone missed it, Shohei Otani. AL MVP, Bryce Harper, NL MVP. Uh, what was the, the height of the Otani uh, odds? Oh, let me see if I can figure that out real quick. Oh, man. Uh, you know, it comes out of our computer pretty quick. So I do not have that. Okay. Have it. But you said it was a. It was. What about the NL? Uh, the AL hit you hard. NL was that fine? NL was fine. Yeah, okay. NL was fine. Well, you know Harper is, uh, you know one local guy back. So yeah, local guy. So we didn't have a uh, big number on him. But you know Tani. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, who saw this coming? Really? Uh, I guess a few people did. We weren't one of them, unfortunately. They they nailed us pretty good on. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to Saturday. I know Sean is waiting over here. Uh, rotation three thirty nine, three forty. Michigan State getting nineteen at Ohio State. Total of sixty eight and a half. Uh, last week he came on the program and said Purdue was uh, a very public dog. Be wary of the public dog. Guess what happened? Ohio State wins that game by twenty eight points. I got to imagine again. This is a public dog situation. Uh, yeah, Tim, you're right on. This is another public dog. Uh, we haven't moved the number yet. We've opened 19. We're still at 19. But ticket count, you know, over two to one in favor of Michigan State. Uh, but uh, you know, the money has not really. Um, the money has kind of matched that. Let's put it that way. So we are definitely high money-wise on Michigan State, but not enough for us to move the number yet. Uh, we usually don't have to go begging for Ohio State money, and I'm not going to go begging this week because I think they are pretty good. <laughs> they did have a couple of bad games. Yeah, they threw in a couple of clunkers. Um, you know, they uh, you know, they struggled in Penn State. 
God, who was the game right before that? They struggled in that one too. Nebraska. But anyway, I do think that. Yeah, Nebraska. Exactly. Yeah, I think they're playing some pretty good football. And uh, you know, I really, I don't really like anybody in this game, but uh, I, I think it's a good number. We'll see where it goes from here. But right now, um, no sense in me moving this number yet. And I'm looking at my screen, pretty much painted on uh, 19. I see a 119 and a half, 118 and a half. So. Um, you know, I think it's a pretty solid number. We'll see where we go from here. With uh, We're going to let the action move us so one way or the other. A game that uh, we talked about yesterday, I think you and I, Sean, are in agreement. Kenny White liked it as well. Uh, I just, I like letdown spots. I like highly ranked teams uh, not getting respect, so to speak, even though a wise man once told me, Chris, we don't make the rankings, we make the numbers. <laughs> uh <laughs> uh, but that, guy, that guy should get a Nobel Prize. He should. <laughs> Tremendous. Lie. We need to make a shirt. I agree. We need to make a shirt. Yeah. That's a great well, shirt. We should. Yeah. That's a great yeah. shirt. Uh, but you guys right now have Kansas State and Baylor as a pick. Uh, I'm on the Purple Cats. Uh, is this? Uh, is how is the ticket count in this one? I would think the public would like Baylor, but I don't know. Maybe the public's on to a, a letdown spot. Yeah, let's see. Right now, yeah, the public is definitely uh, liking Baylor. Now, this is one a little bit different from the Ohio State game because the money is definitely on Kansas State. Uh, but the ticket count, God, it's probably about four to one in favor of Baylor, something like that. So the money, the the ticket count, highly on Baylor. So I think you're right. The um, you know the guys are looking to um, you know remember what they saw last week. I do see Kansas State going to the favorite in a couple spots. And uh, I, I really thought Pickham was a good number in the game. So I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not going to move this without a bet. But we are starting to get some money on Kansas State. And I think if you're judging by just you know money, ticket count, that sort of thing, line movement, you know, Kansas State would seem to be the sharper side. Four to one ticket count at South Point on Baylor, but the money leaning towards Kansas State. We're talking to Chris Andrews. I got an NFL game I really want to get to, but one more uh, college game uh, because uh, another game that I think people have scratched their heads. And once again, Chris Andrews, he makes the number, Mm -hmm. not the rankings. Oregon's number three in the college football playoff rankings, but they are getting three at Utah. What are we looking like ticket counting this one? Because I got to imagine the public is uh, hungry to grab the points. You're right, Tim. You're exactly right. It's like you're looking over my shoulder. Yeah, the uh, the ticket count is definitely on Oregon. Money is on uh, Utah. Not not heavily though. Uh, and the ticket count a little more than two to one as far as uh, that goes on Oregon. Money's pretty evenly split, uh, but slightly higher on Utah. Uh, I personally, now this is going to be the the ABC game tomorrow night or Saturday night. I think we're going to have a hell of a ticket count and a hell of a uh, money count on this game because the action is really good both ways. And um, you know, I think three was a pretty good number on this game. I don't have a, a, any opinion either way, but I hope we write a ton of business on this game. And I really think we will with it being a uh, West Coast game and uh, two pretty popular teams. And being the uh, the 4:30 uh, TV game on on national TV on ABC. Uh, right, quick, Chris. What kind of action have you gotten on the Cincinnati SMU game? I know since he's a team, people are looking how 
you know, dominant are they, you know, this week? But I think SMU's definitely the best offense that they've faced this year. What, what's the ticket in the money telling you that way? Well, when I opened this on Monday morning, it was pretty much 12 and a half. And I think there's even some 13 around on Cincinnati. I liked SMU. So I stayed under the market. I, I, I opened at 12. Well, they took the 12 and they took the 11 and a half off me. I I'm with you, Sean. I think SMU is a very live dog in this game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat them outright. I thought, uh, I thought this number should be more close, like the, uh, kind of like eight and a half, nine range. Um, you know, since he's still the better team, but I think they're going to have their hands full with a very, very good SMU team. And Cincinnati has been playing with fire a little bit. I think they might get stung this week. I, I, if I was out there betting, I would definitely be on SMU, but the way it's going right now, uh, I'm going to probably be rooting for Cincinnati come, come game time. Cause all the sharp money is on SMU in this one. All right, Chris, we got 30 seconds, green Bay, Minnesota, this is going to be a massive, massive ticket count towards Green Bay, no? Uh, yeah, so far so good. Probably about uh, about 4-1 to one in favor of Green Bay. But once again, the money is on the Vikings. And, uh, you know, I listen, you know, Rodgers, he, he, he has a toe problem. He's coming back from COVID. I don't think their offense is quite right yet. Defense has been fantastic. Vikings have lost a lot of close games. I kind of think the Vikings win this one. And this is going to be a tough game, but I sort of favor the Vikings in this one. Music to my ears. Chris Andrews, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week. You guys got it, Daddy. See you next week. Bye-bye. The Puck Nostradamus. On Twitter. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, this is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. For more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on Beeson, New England Patriots. A easy winner tonight, twenty-five to nothing. The under comes home. Talked talk to Chris Andrews, not ideal for the book. That was a loser for the book. And he said the under was a loser as well, which is rare, Sean, mm-hmm. especially in island situations. But that was the case tonight, at least at the South Point. Uh, Louisville, a loser for the books, a winner for this guy right here. 62-22, to 22, easy one for the Cardinals. But, you know, I, uh, I... We're sweating the ducks right now. Oh, oh we are? Yeah. Another got, one? Yeah, I got the over in the night game. For the game, love of God. And now I need Anaheim to beat Carolina. It's 1-1. It's 11 minutes left in the third. You have seven total bets on hockey tonight? Two total bets. Seven total teams. <laughs> I can't with you. That's incredible. That is spectacular. It would really be spectacular if the Ducks can find a way to pull it out at home. Um, <laughs> I just want to uh, revisit... Uh, what Chris Andrews uh, discussed. I I wish we could have him on longer, but it is, you know, a Thursday night and he's got work to do. So we had him on for one segment. Um, And he's popular. He's a popular guy. He's a popular guy. guy. At Andrew Sports on Twitter. I feel like I, you know, you always, you always give me grief for me saying lines are stinky. another stinky line. But I'm pretty good at picking out which ones they are. And that's, I gotta. I'm like McGruff the crime dog. You know, I could I could sniff him out. Well, tell me where to hit. So, the Baylor Kansas State game, I knew that would be right away. Right. 
And it's not as crazy of uh, a discrepancy as, you know, we saw a couple weeks ago, which was, I don't know if you want to earmuff it there, Michigan State 11 to 1 ticket count, uh, <laughs> Purdue, which is just like, that's like a siren. Woo! You know why that game doesn't bother me, though? Oh, for Michigan State, for your ticket, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, even if they won that game, they'd be in the same position they are now. Exactly. Yeah. And for me, it was wonderful because I bet Purdue. Um, so the Kansas State Baylor game. He opened Chris Andrews open pick and hasn't moved it. The ticket count is four to one on Baylor, mm-hmm. but he said the money is leaning towards Kansas State, okay. meaning that General Joes are just rolling with the favorite or sorry the higher ranked team. Uh, another game, and I think I my hunch for Sunday is. That this Minnesota Green Bay team, Green Bay game is going to be the most lopsided ticket count of the day. Yeah, I like Minnesota in this game. I do too. Yeah. Uh, this line has moved towards Minnesota. Uh, it opened, uh, depending on where you look. I'll just use Circa uh, as a, as an example. Open two and a half. It's not one and a half. Uh, there are ones out there uh, for Minnesota. And he said the ticket count was about four to one. And what did Chris say? said, I, I like Minnesota in this spot. I think they win. I do, too. And think about how crazy it is. Green Bay is 9-1 and ATS, best cover team in the league. They've covered nine straight games. And both you and I are going to bet against the Green Bay Packers here. Absolutely. Home, home, or sorry, road dog, Aaron Rodgers. Let's be honest. He didn't look. Tremendous, looked a little bit off. He's, you know, coming off the COVID break. Now he's got this toe issue. And it's not like we're betting up. it's not like we're betting Jacksonville. I mean Right, you're de- betting a talented team. Yeah, I mean Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, you know, they have got talent. You know, big time caliber players. You know, they're playing a lot better on defense. You know, I like Minnesota. I think Minnesota wins this game outright. I do too. Uh if you want Minnesota on the money line here at Circa, that's the best money line I see, plus one oh eight. Another game, Utah and Oregon. This game, he said, was about a 4-1 to one ticket count as well in favor of the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Public taking the candy there. That makes sense. You did see a hook disappear. Uh, I think a couple spots had the hook out there on the Ducks, which made it really appealing to a lot of folks, uh, which I would imagine those places. I- I'd be interested here at Circa what the ticket down- count is because they're still at 3.5 in favor of Utah. Uh, I played three earlier this week with Utah. Haven't gone back in on it. I might. I think. I think this is. I just it. It feels like. This is what the Pac-12 does. This is why the Pac-12 can't have nice things. Because a couple years ago, Utah went into the Pac-12 championship game, played Oregon. They, if they won that game, they would have went to the college football playoff. They got smashed and now they've got an opportunity to return the favor to Oregon and remove the conference's chances to make the college football playoff and it's gonna happen yeah Oregon is not sweeping Utah the only thing that upsets me about this game is it is what's, what's the kick for this game 430 Pacific 730 Eastern the ABC primetime game, as Chris said, this handle is going to be true. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's great yeah, because that'll. That, I, I thought game. it was going to run into 
Terrence Crawford, Sean Porter, but it's not. It should be over because they don't come on to, I think, six Pacific, nine Eastern. Yeah. And they'll have probably one or two fights before. So, yeah, I'll be. I'll have the volume we up on We need to talk this. about that tomorrow. Yeah. Remind me. I will do. Because uh, we'll get your uh, expertise yeah. on that. Any chance of an upset? It's always a chance. It's boxing. All right. Likely? No. <laughs> um, and then he also said that uh, he was very high on SMU. He said he started. I love SMU. I'll have a small money think, line bet. I was going to say, do you think they could win yeah. this game outright? I have a small money line bet. You know, um, Scott is going to join us uh, like he always the does great on Thursdays. Scott Seidenberg. I believe. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I believe he is on SMU this week yeah. as well. He's got a nice haircut, too. He I keeps gotta, it fresh. I got to go to his barber. Why? I don't know. I haven't been able to find a good barber since I've been here. Like, I mean, you know, traditional hot towel. So you just like to be pampered. You no, like when you have a bald head, like you, yeah. you have to go somewhere, you know, where they specialize in doing bald heads. Yeah. Is there like a bald head barber around? Well, it's a bald head type of cut, mm. you know, where they put the hot towel, you know, moisturize, loosen up all the. Then they put the, the, the shaving cream on and massage your head and then shave it and then hot towel again. Like I'm, I'm trying to find that place. So if anyone in Vegas knows a good spot. I mean, Scott's barber probably specializes in cutting hair. I mean, he, he has hair, so I don't know. Good hair, too. He does. He, he's got a good flow. He's from, the, he's from New York, of course. You can't walk around New York and have, you know, my haircut. I mean, it, no. he keeps it sharp. And yeah. he comes out here. You got an artificial turf. <laughs> this, is, this is all natural, brother. No, I didn't say it was fake. Yeah, I mean, trust me, if this was a toupee, how do you think it would be ginger? You ever been on a new artificial grass? It's just like real grass. It's just not real grass. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll just laugh awkwardly and say. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, uh, we're losing the hockey game, so we need the Ducks to straighten up. You already hit a five-leg parlay today. Isn't that enough? No. No. Never. Um, got college hoops going on, Arizona State, leading San Diego State. Uh, how about Shaka Smart? You said that yesterday. I jumped on it with you. As long as he's a dog, and I went on with Stormy earlier today, if he's a dog, I'm riding with Shaka. Once that minus shows up next to Marquette, I'm like, nope, pass. Pass or fade. I wouldn't blindly do that. You just have to understand timing. Like, life's about timing. Like, Shaka took the Texas job. He had to do it for cultural reasons. He had to do it for financial reasons. He never loved being there. That's not who Shaka is. That's not what made him you know, a candidate for that particular job. But you have to go get that money. Oh, I don't, yeah. So don't. now he's back at a school where he can just be shocker, and he doesn't have to worry about money because he has a whole lot of it now. So he can really just lose himself in coaching his way, putting his type of team out on the floor, and only focusing on them getting better and winning games. And let's, I mean, let's not pretend like he's getting paid peanuts to be at Marquette. Absolutely not. But if you if you never went to Texas, then, you know, you know, Chicago is expensive. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I mean, yeah, it's still expensive in that area of the world. He's all right. He, he's yeah. doing just Coming fine. from Texas, you're right. He's still getting those checks, Texas direct deposits. He's still got seven figures coming from his new job, too. So he's uh, he's doing all right. But. Marquette's doing all right. They beat Ole Miss earlier today. Uh, some great college hoops early on in the day. New Mexico State gets some. That was a nice win uh, earlier this morning. They beat Davidson. So a lot of fun going on, and uh, we got one game right now. Uh, we're keeping an eye on Arizona State went off as an eight-point dog 
They rebounded. And they are up by one right now over San Diego State. The Patriots taking care of business. Something that Sean discussed earlier in the show. Let's revisit that. Are the Patriots live to win the AFC? They are now 7-4, and four, winners of five in a row. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Stick around. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This week's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod previews graded stakes races Saturday in Kentucky, California, and New York. Trainer Jack Sisterton talks about Channel Cat's bid to win the Red Smith Stakes at Aqueduct. TV analyst James Scully takes a look at this weekend at Churchill Downs and a long look to next year's Kentucky Derby. Race Day Las Vegas host Ralph Sirocco handicaps the races. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download it Friday morning at vcin.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is brought to you by First Bet. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We've got a good one going on in College Hoop out in San Diego as uh, Arizona State catching eight, leading 61-60 to 60 over the That's Aztecs. Bobby Hurley, right? Yep. Hmm. Your guy. Yeah, I'm a big Bobby Hurley fan. Danny's, at, uh, Danny's doing his thing at UConn. Coach Krzyzewski's former player coaching tree is pretty extensive. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of guys. Not a lot of success. That's not true. Go on. I'll look it up. Yeah. Tommy but, Amaker fired from Michigan. Doing he, well at Harvard. He did good at the, in the Ivy League. Yeah, he's doing well. He's Jeff, still there. Jeff Capel, you know, uh, at Oklahoma was doing yeah. it. And then they, then he got fired. Yeah, they started looking at paying players. I mean, hey, how are you going to get good players if you don't give them And now he's at Pitt. And they who did they lose to to start the year? So it's 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 been a roller coaster. You got to lose a couple games early to get Tommy stronger. Amaker's at UCF, but fired from Stanford. So, you know, it's Steve Wojciechowski. Look at what Shock is doing at Marquette right now. Yeah, that he took over for Wojo. Really noted. <laughs> I didn't say it's extensively <laughs> successful. I just said it. Well, I said I said not so great. And you were like, well, I don't. Like, there would be I mean, no Duke slander on the show. <laughs> we are the preeminent men's college basketball team in America. Well, you're not number one. And it's Coach K's last year. So I've heard. Yes, I've, I've heard I've got to teach you a word. Word on the street. Deference. Look, I got to show deference to his final campaign at all turns. Yeah, okay. Especially as we remain undefeated. Yeah, I know. It's been a it's been a it's been a daunting road so far. It would be Kentucky. That is true. Who's got a better win in the country than Kentucky? Uh yeah. Ah. Uh, close your mouth. Gonzaga. Texas isn't that good. They were higher ranked. <laughs> Hypothetical preseason UCLA. Ranking. You don't like Texas over UK. I like you I like Villanova over. Uh, Villanova is overrated. They don't have okay. enough guys well, that you, can get their asked, own shot. You've asked me to provide answers. I provided two of two higher they, rated they weren't teams in right. Kentucky. They were wrong. Okay, so yeah. I would like to see your AP top twenty-five. No, I can't. I can't. Okay, I can't do twenty-five. Yeah. I just deal with the cream of the crop. I'm telling you, Villanova's going to struggle because they struggle to get shots. So if you close out on the threes and make them put the ball on the floor, they're not very athletic. They're experienced. 
and they do have shooters, but their ability to break down defenders one-on-one and get to the rim, they're, they're going to struggle against a team like UCLA that's athletic. That can, they were up can by defend. 10 with like eight minutes to go. Like you always tell me, why do they play the whole game? They so should matters play what happened game. during points in the game, right? <laughs> that's why they play the whole game. Um, I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. That, uh, that win over Gardner-Webb yesterday was very well, impressive. We beat so. Kentucky. I know, and I gave you two better wins, but no, you did not accept them. Who, who, how is Texas any good? People think they're good. They, they were a popular dog against Gonzaga, and they got the doors blown off them. Yeah, because Gonzaga's really yeah, good. Yeah, but I mean, maybe Texas you isn't beat, that good. Duke beats Gonzaga. Kentucky hasn't lost since. Duke beats Gonzaga. Yeah, um, yeah, and they're they rolling beat, people. Look, they beat Mount St. Mary's by 25, and the better got 20 grand on it. Congrats. That's Virginia. They lost the Navy. I mean, you lose anybody, you show up and you aren't very good. Who are we comparing Virginia to? No, I'm just saying. Like, don't give me Texas. Virginia just got their Don't door. give me Texas as Virginia's a better win got, than Kentucky. It is. No, it's not. You just don't want to accept it. Oh, gosh. Texas will you have, could have said Michigan. Texas, you could have Texas said Michigan beat Buffalo, better, and I would have been like, have a "Okay, year. I think Buffalo is going to be a, a NCAA tournament caliber team." And I'd have been like, "Okay, but don't give me Texas. That's all hype." Texas will have a better year than Kentucky. Whoa, cigar bet? Will they be higher? Yes, they will be higher rated at than the end Kentucky. of the regular season, or when, when, when is this ranking? At the end of the regular season, Texas will have a higher rank than Kentucky. Oh yes, and in, in what poll? In the AP Top right. Twenty-five. Hey, Texas, Kentucky, AP, rank, whoop, championship. Yeah, you're 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 getting yourself into some debt there, but you keep doing you keep doing you. Um, Patriots win tonight, twenty-five to nothing. Cover the spread with ease. Uh, a late pick six. Uh, it was just Falcons had nothing in that game, so. As we look at the updated AFC championship odds, and we've seen a shift as it was eleven to one yesterday down to plus seven fifty. Why do you believe that the Patriots from what these what we've seen the last five weeks, Sean, mm-hmm. what has kind of stood out about the Patriots that you now believe that they are live to win the AFC? Well, when it's wide open, mm-hmm. I tend to lean towards horses that I've seen run before. They've run this distance. They've run at this level. They've competed on this stage and been successful. So, to me, it starts with Belichick. I've seen him do it with a group of skill position guys that no one would recognize in any mall in any major city in the entire United States of America. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do it with a young quarterback that a lot of people overlooked. Not to the extent that they overlooked Brady, but a lot of people overlooked Mac Jones, Chicago took Justin Fields. Uh, The Jets took Zach Wilson. Jacksonville took Trevor Lawrence. San Francisco took Trey Lance. So the scenario is sort of similar. So I know what he's capable of when he has a team that doesn't make mistakes, that can run the football and plays defense. And they do all three of those things. And I'm going to back the horse that I've seen run this race many times and find a way to win. He's come from off the pace to win. He's been on the front and led every step of the way. He's been in the middle of the pack, and as the front runner started to tire, ran by him. But he knows how to get to the finish line first. So I'm going to ride Bill Belichick. I think he has exactly the kind of team that he wants. 
a run-based team that plays great defense, that has a quarterback that's smart, accurate, doesn't turn the ball over. Felt like you've heard that mm -hmm. a couple times. So don't be shocked. If you guys haven't put your future bets in, go put a small ticket on the Patriots to win the AFC. Ramondre Stevenson continues. I mean, remember he was he was kind of the darling of the preseason mm -hmm. and then was quiet to start, but now he's starting to pick it up, and he, he really gives a nice – punch to Damian Harris, who's their, their main back, and at times Stevenson picks it up. How important is it, though, in your opinion, if the Patriots are going to make this run, to have some sort of home field advantage in the playoffs? Well, of course you'd like to have home field. I mean, it's always easier. It's more convenient. I'm just curious about Mac Jones, but the rookie. Going on the road to Buffalo, going on the road to Kansas now, City. Let me look it up, but I think the Patriots are five and zero. They are five and zero on the road. Yep. So I just think you have to go by what you've seen. You know, I mean, and granted I think that he, these are their road games. Just to just to point it out, their road games so far: Jets, mm -hmm. Texans, Chargers, which is not a road game, Panthers, and then the Falcons. So look, there's no. There's no college football playoff committee in the NFL. You win your road games, you win your road games. I'm just saying the playoffs is going to be a little bit different when you go into if you go to Arrowhead, if you go to Buffalo. You know that's why I'm thinking if you're thinking that this is going to happen, how important is it that they win their division? I don't think it's extremely important. I, I really don't. Of course, you'd like to, but as we discussed earlier, because there's seven teams now, there's an odd number. There's only one Five. team that gets a bye in Week One, so. It looks like Tennessee's the front runner for that. So you're really chasing Tennessee. You know, otherwise, you know, it's kind of you're going to have to, you know, show up and, and play good football. I will say this about Mac Jones and his ability to go on the road. And I believe when you're evaluating college players, if they can play, they can play. But you do get a more complete picture when you have a young man that has played in the SEC. Because he's had to go to Death Valley and play LSU where it's deafening. Mm -hmm. And he's had to go to Texas A&M College Station and play, you know, with the whole, all the cadets. You know, and he's more than likely played, you know, at, in, a, in the swamp. You know, he's played, you know, in Athens. You know, so these quarterbacks, when you come from that conference, especially when you're on the top three, four teams, you're used to the pressure of being on the road and having to perform. And you're mentally tough. You're mentally prepared if things go wrong early, not to fold, not to crack, but to persevere, you know, to keep just chipping away. And, you know, this is how he's wired. So I don't really worry about him as a rookie having to potentially go on the road in the playoffs. Of course, you want to be home, but it wouldn't scare me off of New England. Is the offensive rookie of the year a rap? No. Really? No. Najee Harris is a live dog. If he finishes second in the National Football League in rushing – Behind Jonathan Taylor, he has a legit shot to win it. I would just say if the Patriots are to make the run that you anticipate them to make, I don't see any way Mac the Jones doesn't win. only way I see that is because Mac Jones, as good as he is, statistically is not going to have a great year unless he just does something that he has not done so far. He's more methodical, get first downs. I think Najee Harris might start to lose some steam here. With he that might. offensive line, no quarterback. I, the odds are intriguing, but I, I just I don't see it happening. We'll talk to Scott Seidenberg to wrap things up on the other side right here on VEASAN.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wrapping things up here on the Nightcap. Find my read here, Scott. 
flip through here. And there it is. We have a new prop tracker now available at vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. It is the nightcap. It is Thursday. That means it is Scott Seidenberg's Friday, so we bring him in. Yes, Give sir. us his thoughts. Of course, you catch Scott Seidenberg each and every weekday night. If you're on the East Coast, Monday through Friday, 1 to 4 a.m., but if you're here out in Vegas, Sunday through Thursday, uh, the reason I misplaced my read was I had to put in a bet. Bonnie's minus two tomorrow mm. against Clemson. Nice win today for the Bonnies. Uh I don't know if anyone saw the arena down in Charleston, but the entire city of Olean, New York, is in Charleston, South Carolina. And we like to give credit where credit is due. So he Scott comes on the show last week, Boston College, was his best play. They hit. He had two NFL plays, Saints covered. Yep. Hair, skinny skin chin. (laughs) (laughs) And he also liked the Eagles, who are really playing some good football lately. Jalen Hurts is improving. Can't, oh, well, I'm going to be betting against them this Sunday. Oh. So, Ooh, okay, a little foreshadowing. <laughs> so, good job last week. Uh, so, not e- good enough, Sean. Not good enough. Each and every week, uh, <laughs> Scott and I uh, and others uh, have write-ups in college football. Uh, Scott has been a big AAC better this year. I did my calculations, and there has been nine games in which I've bet the American Athletic Conference this year. <laughs> And in those nine games that I bet the American Athletic Conference, I'm six and three. There you go. And in those three losses, now I don't. I'm not going to make excuses because a loss is a loss. But one of those losses was when Memphis quarterback Seth Hennigan was out. Yep. And I stubbornly stayed with the play instead of buying out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. The right thing to do because we found out 45 minutes before kickoff that Hennigan was out. The smart thing would have been. Just lose the vig and bet on the other side. Right. But I stubbornly said, we're going to keep this. So that's one of my losses. The second loss was when Houston was a 13-point favorite against South Florida. They oh. won by 12 and allowed two 100-yard kickoff yeah. returns for touchdowns. They did. They compiled 650 yards of offense. They scored 50-somewhat points, but they only won by 12 because of those two kickoff yeah. returns for touchdowns. I recruited and the that kid, other loss way. was Houston first half against Temple. Yeah. They were... Minus 14, they go into the half up 13 because they settled for a field goal on the final possession when Clayton Toon did complete a pass for a touchdown, but he threw it a little too wide, and upon review, the receiver's foot was out of bounds. It was the right call. I'm not going to blame the ref. It was the right call. He was out of bounds. But if that pass is a little bit more to the inside, we're talking about 9-0 with the American Athletic And they ended up covering, too. Very Yes, they it's covered the game. Cover, I had them for the game, did. too, and they covered. I think so, it was like, what, 38-9 uh, or something? It was so a crazy we're, score. We're doing really well with the yeah. American yeah. Athletic Conference. Yeah. They call me Scotty American, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got a new name, too. It's the Big Puck Stradamus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be Puck Daddy. But no, it's all right. <laughs> that was By the taken. way, uh, you love Air Force tomorrow. They I just, love Air Force. They just flipped as a favorite here at Circa. Oh, I better go bet it now. 
Okay. Or, yeah, I love Air Force One. Or, or go somewhere else where they're not the favorite. Yeah, I could that, do that. That would probably be my recommendation. Yeah. Sure. Look it up. Look it up for me, Aaron. I don't uh, know how to use my computer. So are we getting into the American Athletic Conference? Yeah, is that what, what we're doing? What do you got? So we've got it. We've got a. I got two big, plays in the American Athletic Conference. Well, let's start with the premier matchup of the conference this weekend. You're right. Which is Houston, SMU. And, uh, Houston and uh, Memphis. <laughs> yes. <You're right>. Premier <laughs> matchup. <laughs> it is important. Well, Houston's, I think, has already clinched a spot in the championship. But SMU and Cincinnati, uh, right now, Pretty much consensus as Cincinnati laying 11. Uh, we had um, Chris Andrews on earlier in the show, and he said that the public and the wise guys are grabbing the points with SMU. Are you going to be on the side of the ponies here? I got SMU at plus 11 and a half, uh, and I'm sprinkling a little bit on Moneyline. Cincinnati has not impressed me at all. Four straight games, they're favored by over 20 points. Four straight games, they do not cover the spread. They're winning these games, but they're not winning in convincing fashion. Now they welcome in an SMU team that is ranked sixth in the country in offense. They're good. Tanner Mordecai is only behind your boy Bailey Zappi for most touchdown passes in the nation. He's my guy. Sonny Dykes. I claimed him. Yeah, he's your guy. Sonny Dykes will have an offensive game plan that will score a lot of points on Cincinnati. What concerns me about Cincinnati, and I I, I wrote this up in the VEASAN Best Bets article, they're like a car that's been running on tires that are leaking for the past couple of weeks, and it's only a matter of time before these tires blow out. It's either going to be this Saturday against SMU or in the American Championship game against Houston. They're losing one of those games. I can promise you that. And I'm betting against them in both. When I watch Cincinnati, this is a team that is distracted. And I don't know if it's because Luke Fickle is probably leaving and he's going to take the USC job or he's going to take another job. Or if this team is so bothered by the college football playoff rankings and so disheartened that they're not going to get in for a second straight year that there is something missing when you watch this team play. There's, I understand their record, and I understand what happened last year, but there's no way that you can watch this team every game and look at just take the, take the uniform away, take the decals on the helmets away. There's no way you watch this team and say they are one of the top five best teams in college football. I watch Houston's better than them. SMU's better than them. Memphis, at times, has looked better than them in their own conference. I'm not a believer in Cincinnati. It's they're going to lose. They're going to lose one of these next two games. Could even lose both, but they're going. They're going to lose. Yeah, and I think. I mean, we said it yesterday. I know there's a lot of folks out there who think that the the committee is disrespecting them. I couldn't disagree more. I, Let I me think, ask you this: I think the committee is is rewarding them for last year, hundred percent, because of you know you should have lost to Tulsa. You didn't cover against Navy. Yep. Uh, you know, the following week, Navy went to Notre Dame and didn't score a touchdown. You know, so. Um, I think what plagues the Cincinnati team is they don't have explosive playmakers at wide out. They have Jerome Ford, who's a mm-hmm. home run back, yep. but at wide out, they have bigger guys, more possession type guys. So it's hard for there's, them to create a lot players on other right, rosters of, of a lot of Cincinnati. explosive plays. I mean, they've I, got. I mean, defensively, I, Sauce Gardner's one. Now, of the, defensively, they're really good, mm-hmm. and the, they look the part. Sauce Gardner's a first round yeah, pick. They're, they're, they're edge rushers. They're legit on defense. Really good. But I'll say this: I do like SMU to cover. I still give Luke Fickle the edge in coaching versus SMU and Houston. Versus I think Sonny Dykes? Okay. Yeah, I think he's a better coach now, than Sonny Dykes let, and Dana Holgerson. Let me ask you this question. Houston, and this is what I mean about, it's not disrespect for Cincinnati, it's legit. Mm-hmm. Houston's 9-1. They've won nine straight games. They lose their opener to Texas Tech. Bad second and then half. They, and then they win out, mm-hmm. okay? If Houston would have won that game, and they were a 10-0 and undefeated team right now, where would they be ranked in the rankings? 17th? Yeah. 18? I was going to say 16. A little 16? bit in front of UTSA. Okay. Yeah. So why should just the one win over Notre Dame, which is a great win, not going to take anything away from Cincinnati. Yeah. 
but these two teams play the same schedule with the exception of that Notre Dame game. Which is a big exception. It's a huge exception. But it's worth going from the 17th ranked team to it's, the fifth ranked look, team. Well, the, play, the, playoff? the playoff has shown us already. This is this is the pattern. It is Houston. They got the bid for the Group of Five. They beat Florida State in the Peach Bowl next year. They beat Oklahoma. Where were they? They were top five. Similar thing with UCF. They earned that respect. The following year, they were preseason top ten or whatever. Is mm-hmm. it? Whether it's fair or not, you have to do it two consecutive years. I don't think that's it. I think what the issue is, is even though the college football playoff rankings don't come out until your preseason hype matters. Yeah, sure. So where you're rated in that initial yes. poll, which makes no sense. because of what happened right. last year. Even though they lost to Georgia in, in the bowl game. But, that was a, but the Georgia game, in my opinion, catapulted 24 them, to 21. And they were up in that game. They gave Georgia the closest game they've had in the last 10 games. So uh, before we let you uh, do your show and talk for the next three hours. Oh, we still uh, got to do that. Yeah, you got to do that. Uh, this doesn't uh, reprieve you from that. What What is uh, another play? You like, you're back on the Oklahoma, right? Oh, no, I'm you have one on, more AAC I'm, play. I have one more AAC oh, okay. play. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be uh, Memphis and Houston. This game is going into the 70s. Okay. All right? Total is what? 60, 60 and a half. Yeah, you can get 60 if you want. You can get 60 if you want. It's so going to be played over in the 70s. In Memphis. Over in Memphis and Houston. Memphis has the offense to score with anybody in the country. 10th ranked offense. That receiver is really good. Uh, um, uh, Calvin Austin. Yes, he's really good. Houston has a top 10 ranked scoring offense. They average over 40 something points a game. This offense is insane and no one talks about them. But they all they do is score points. Their defense is incredible, though. Houston does have a top 10 defense they in do. the country. But look at the game against SMU, where they allowed SMU to score a ton of points. Look at other games against high-powered offenses where they have allowed teams to score points. This game is going to be a 40-something, 30-something type game. I do like Houston to cover. The number's not great because it's eight and a half, but I do like them to cover. But I do, I'm so confident that this game gets into the 70s that I think 60 and a half is a gift. All right, there you go. Uh, I'm sure... Scott will uh, break that and down. And Oklahoma bounces back. Don't listen to Tim about the 11 a.m. start time. It was 11 a.m. in Baylor last week in Waco, and Baylor upset them. So I think Baylor was a little bit more motivated than Oklahoma will be this weekend. But I'm not betting that game. I wish you the best of luck. He's on Iowa State. Iowa right? State. Yeah. Money line. Matt Campbell's giving out participation trophies this week. Okay. <laughs> His goal is not to win the Big 12. His goal is that everybody just tries their hardest. Scott's coming up next. Thanks to Chris Andrews. Uh, thanks to everyone else who joined. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. We're back tomorrow right here on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.